The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Motherhood Unstressed, a podcast for anyone who wants to let go of stress and anxiety, take their power back, and learn how to create a truly beautiful life. Each week, I'm speaking with amazing individuals who are experts in the field of entrepreneurship, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, sex, and so much more. I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I'm a mom, a blogger, and a certified health coach. I'm obsessed with personal growth and change, and I've helped women all around the world regain alignment with what they truly value in life and remove the blocks preventing them from living their life to the fullest. If you're ready to stop living a half-life and move fully into your power, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey guys, in this episode, I'm speaking with Erin Mullen Sanderson, also known as the Fit Rocker Chick. She's an internationally recognized thyroid health advocate. She's an author and a certified health coach. She's also a skilled musician, and she has traveled the world on tour with bands like Evanescence. Um, so I was so excited to have her on the show to talk to her. And really what this turns into, what you're going to get out of this episode, is that you are the advocate for your own health and happiness. And I love having episodes like this because not only is she giving you a ton of tips and advice for aligning yourself with a healthy lifestyle, really practical things that you can do every single day, whether you're a busy mom or not, but she also gives you this sense of, I do have the power to create a more beautiful life. It is within me. And that is the crux of this entire show. We, you might not be a millionaire. You might just be a regular person with a nine to five and three kids and you're stressed out and that's okay. But you can still do things to create the life of your dreams. You cannot leave your happiness, leave your health to anybody else, not your husband, not your kids, not your doctor, not your psychotherapist, no one else. It's up to you. But that's okay. That's actually a good thing because once you have that power and you know you have that power, you can change the direction of your life in any way you choose. And so that is what I hope you learn from this episode and get out of this episode because this really does have the potential to change your life and it's up to you. So enjoy. And this episode is sponsored by Motherhood Unstressed CBD Supplements. Guys, these are the supplements that I created with the intention of helping you, the listener, deal with stress, anxiety, pain, and inflammation in a natural way. And as a mom, I was always stressed out. I was always snapping and losing my cool. And it really took a lot of internal work, and it still does every single day. Um, and then when I came across CBD, it was like I had this extra tool in my toolkit that really helped me. And I mean that. It helped me sleep better. It helped me recover after workouts. I felt more grounded and calm in the morning. And I recommend just taking two with your morning coffee uh, for two weeks straight. And then after that, going to one pill. And that's what I do today. And I'm telling you, it has been a game changer. So you can pick up your bottle at motherhoodunstressed.com under CBD supplements and start feeling better today. Well, hey, Erin, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. 
Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I love your show. Listen to it all the time. <laughs> awesome. Well, just to give our uh, listeners some context about you, I always do this with every guest. Um, why don't you kind of take us through your journey, you know, from a star musician to now someone who is really making waves in the health coaching world and specifically with issues surrounding the thyroid. Yeah. So I've been a musician my whole life. Um, you know, started singing when I was five. And I know that that sounds dramatic, but that's the truth. And, uh, you know, toured the country, played with uh, Evanescence, had songs on MTV. And um, life on the road is uh, not exactly the healthiest. <laughs> it's, you know, you don't see a lot of healthy musicians. So it was out on the road that I found health and fitness and fell in love mm-hmm. with it and learned, you know, these little hacks to stay healthy, even though I was staying up till 3 a.m. and, you know, faced with Taco Bell and McDonald's you know, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere I turned, they were there. Um, and, you know, I just started helping people by sharing with them what I was doing out on the road. They would ask me, how are you, like, how do you maintain this energy? Like, how do you feel so good? And how do you look so good out on the road? And so I just started sharing it. And that kind of was the catalyst into me getting into health coaching. I was like, wow, people want to learn this from me. That's crazy, but okay. Mm. You know, and so I got certified and did all the things because I was really into it. And, and it became like my lifeline and the way that I was able to, um, it was like an anchor, like the way I could control how I felt in a very, uh, chaotic kind of environment. And so I got into that and then, you know, eventually life caught up with me and some choices that I had made and, and different ways that I was abusing health and different ways that I was, um, just not taking care of myself caught up with me. And I eventually got diagnosed with a thyroid issue. And I had learned that people want to know what you're doing. And and if I'm struggling with it, someone else is. And so Mm -hmm. then I started sharing that. So that's kind of what led me here. I love it. I love that. And I, was it through a blog or how did you start sharing your journey? Or was it just, you know, just through word of mouth? Yeah, I actually, my husband made me tell people, um, what I, when I started struggling with the thyroid issue, he made me, and I didn't want to, because I think as women, we think we have to have it all together and we have to, if someone knows I'm struggling like to this magnitude, how would they ever trust me? And so I thought that I thought if I tell people that I'm struggling with a thyroid issue, how are they ever going to want to work with me as a health coach? Cause like, that's mm-hmm. like in my head, it didn't make sense. And my husband who's brilliant said, if you're struggling with it, don't you think that other people are too? And what I know about you, him saying this to me, what I know about you is you're going to figure it out. You're not going to stay here. And I was like, oh, you're right. And I needed to push. So it was slowly via social media that I started sharing. And I would sit in my living room whenever I was writing like a blog post or a caption for, you know, Instagram or Facebook. And I would cry because I was just like, Mm -hmm. this is going to be the one that people don't understand. What I found was people were not only struggling with just accepting themselves and and being good to themselves with basic health, but there were real underlying health issues that weren't being addressed because people were too embarrassed or ashamed to say something. And so Mm -hmm. I just was like, I I loved it. Whenever people started pouring their lights and their heart out to me and telling me that they were struggling with the same thing, I was like, yeah, gives my burden so much purpose and if on days when I didn't want to fight for me, I would fight for the other people. I was like, okay, if I, if I don't have it in me to fight for me today, I'm going to fight for that other person who is like 10 steps behind me and doesn't know what I already know. I'm going to keep going for them. I and love so that. Largely, my audience was the reason why I pushed through so quickly. I always give them credit. 
That's amazing. And I, I, I just, I'm just amazed by your partner for recognizing that and to pushing you into that zone of, you know, uncomfortability because it's so healing. And I think too, you're spot on women. We want to seem like we have it all together. We want to be perfect, you know, or as perfect as possible, but it's when you break that down, you're just giving so many other people permission to really be themselves and to share their story. And that is where the healing happens. Like again and again and again. Exactly. You know, the thing with thyroid issue too, is the symptoms of a thyroid issue are weight gain for no reason. Like you're eating great, you're working out, you're gaining weight, you are depressed and anxious. And a lot of people get misdiagnosed with depression and anxiety when it's actually this underlying issue. Um, Debilitating fatigue is a symptom. So all the symptoms that come along with it are things that people would feel like, what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. I feel so ashamed about. So to be able to free people up from that and be like, you're not crazy. <laughs> There's something wow. happening. Yeah. Been- so take us through like, what is hypothyroidism? Uh, what causes it? Um, how can people who don't know that they have it, what are some clues that they might have it? Okay. So some clues that you might have an underlying thyroid issue are going to be things like gaining weight for no reason. Not you, you are active, you eat well, but for some reason it's piling on, um, unexplainable fatigue, like fatigue. You just can't get off the couch kind of fatigue. And when I was going through it, I would fall asleep on the floor in my office because I just couldn't take myself to the bed. Not to mention the guilt of like, why am I so tired in the middle Mm -hmm. of the day? Um, you know, other things like hair loss can be one. Um, Sometimes you'll get puffy eyelids, like have really puffy eyes, depression, anxiety, a lot of bloating and digestive issues come along with it. And so I always tell people, by the time you actually get a hypothyroid diagnosis, it's been chronic. It's been mm-hmm. going on and you just haven't recognized the symptoms because we just like to think, you know, I say we, as women, we just like to think, oh, we're just a little tired today. You know, it's no big deal. Right. You no, know, we have things to do. You know, we have things we want to do. We've got goals. And so we tend to push through and not recognize the little red flags that our body's giving us um, before it has, it's forced to like go into survival mode, basically. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, if people go to their doctor, they don't have hyperthyroidism, you know, they just have like adrenal fatigue or, you know, what are some other ways that they can start to feel better and and do little things to improve their lives? Okay. This is a great question. I love this because people have so much control. First of all, I want to say your body wants to work with you. Your body, I hear people say, my body hates me. It doesn't. Your mm-hmm. body wants to work with you more than you want it to work. It, it's trying everything that it can. The reason you get symptoms is because it's having to just pull from reserves and shut down some areas so that other areas, like your heart and your liver, you know, can continue to work properly. So little things that you can do is, one, is so simple, making sure that you're getting really hydrated. I always recommend that my clients start with one liter of water first thing in the morning before their coffee. You got to earn the coffee and it starts with <laughs> water. Um, another thing is just getting really great sleep, like really great sleep and giving yourself a little bit of grace. If you need more sleep than you're used to, just let yourself have a little bit more sleep and just give yourself a little bit of grace for that. Um, another thing is getting the sunlight first thing in the morning. That's going to help reset your cortisol rhythms, which is huge for people who have adrenal fatigue. Um, just resetting that cortisol and, and making sure that that's working well in tandem with your circadian rhythm. Huge. Um, and you know, trying to deal with stress as much as possible. <laughs> so take us through a big red flag. 
it seems like you really got it down. Like you have a system down. So do you have like a whole nighttime routine and a morning routine or kind of take us through that? Cause I feel like having a good nighttime routine is set you up for being able to function really well in the morning. For sure. So, you know, the nighttime routine, I feel like is the most skipped and looked over. People have a morning routine. It's like, they get up, they do this, they do X, Y, Z, and it's a formula, but nighttime is really exactly what you said. It sets you up for the perfect morning. So I think it's really important that we shut off our screen time. And I know people scroll their phones. Mm. You guys, if you're scrolling your phones and watching TV at night, you've got to get some really great blue blocking glasses at the very least so that you're not tricking your brain into thinking that it's daytime. Um, so that's a huge thing is, is limiting screen time. My, my nighttime routine also includes an after dinner walk outside when it's starting to get dark because it's so calming. It actually helps your body to utilize the food that you just ate. Um, instead of storing anything that maybe you had like a big bowl of pasta. So instead of your body, like <laughs> storing it, you just go for a nice relaxing walk and it uses that. And also that's a huge, uh, tool in resetting your cortisol rhythms and your circadian rhythm as well is just going for an evening stroll. Like there's so much research behind that that shows that it's so incredible for reducing stress. Um, I also like to like, I love skincare. And so I like to just shut my bathroom door, <laughs> lock the world out and just like really take my time and just like take my makeup off and enjoy it. It takes like five minutes, but it feels delicious at mm-hmm. the end of the day to just do that for yourself and just to really take care. I know so many women who don't wash their face at night and I'm like, sister, let's for a lot of reasons, <laughs> let's wash our faces at night. But one of which it just feels so good. feels so right. good to go to bed with a clean face, to wake up with a clean face. And it's just a little bit of self-care. It's just a little bit of, you know, five minutes of pampering goes a long way sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And just that action alone is showing yourself that you love yourself. I mean, it's like, like you said, it's five minutes, you know, anyone can do it, but it's like, Hey, I'm, I love you. I'm taking care of you you know, I got you and in just a small way. So yeah, Yeah. it does add up. So what about your morning? Okay. So my morning, so I wake up to a, um, uh, sunrise stimulating alarm clock, which is, I don't like alarm clocks. They're aggressive. Like (laughs) that, you know, first thing in the morning. So I'm like, calm down. So I get my, I have my sunrise stimulation. So it's like birds chirping and the sun rising. I love it. Yeah. And so I get up and take my liter of water that's by my bed and I just chug it right away. First thing, like just get hydrated. It's like, I just think of myself as a wilted flower (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like rehydrating myself. And then from there I go right to my back door and I open up my back door and it's, if it's rain, if it's snow, if it is sunshine, I have my back door open no matter the temperature. And I just let like nature do its thing for me first thing in the morning. That's really powerful for my, for my mind, for my spirit, and also for my cortisol, you know, to like know that it's morning and to get reset in that way. And then from there, I go over to my fireplace and right now it's hot, so it's not on, but it's <laughs> on and it's lovely. And I journal and I pray and I meditate for at least 35 minutes Then from there, I go on a walk outside with my dogs and listen to podcasts or listen to music. And my focus for that walk is just whatever energizes me that day. Just focus on just getting my spirit right and just getting super energized and just filling myself up before I go into the world and, you know, deplete myself that day with, you know, the things that we have to do every day. And then I come back and I get ready and I 
I do my thing. That's brilliant. And honestly, like, obviously we have a lot of moms listening to the show, but anyone can do that. You know, just wake up a little bit earlier to do that for yourself and to really prime yourself for your day. I mean, that's really admirable. And I think it's really powerful. It took me a long time to actually look forward to it. Now, when my, like the little birds start chirping, I'm like, oh, yay. Now I do my meditation and pray. And like, I just get really excited about it because it sets my day up in a really good way. Absolutely. So obviously you've traveled the country performing with amazing bands and doing all these things and producing music and, and, and being healthy along the way. Um, how do you stay grounded through that? I mean, you talk about, you kind of just touched on it that you, you know, health was really important. So what did you do when you were out on the road? You know, and this could be for anyone listening who just has a really busy lifestyle. What did you do to really stay grounded in your health and your fitness? Um, you know, one of the things is I would always have my food with me. You know, when you're out on the road traveling or have a busy schedule, leaving your food to chance, I know it's a lot of work up front to, you know, you got to front load that. <laughs> I know it's a lot of work to like know what you're going to have and know what you're going to eat, but it's so powerful because food is medicine. End of story, bottom line. It either makes you feel good or it makes you feel bad. And so when I have been traveling a lot, when I've been out on the road and the hours are crazy and the schedule is nuts, I have to know that my health is my responsibility. No one else will ever fight for my health like me, not my husband, not a doctor, not my mom, no one. It's on me. And so I have to know that I'm taking care of my nutrition. And that means I, I, you know, I love to stop at grocery stores when I'm in a new city, you know, get off the bus or get off the plane. And I want to know where the nearest grocery store is so that I can go get healthy food. You know, I don't necessarily need to know where the healthiest restaurant is. I want to buy the (laughs) the fresh stuff, you know, like I want to buy the fruit. I want to buy the vegetables and I want to have that stuff with me. So that's a huge thing. Another thing is staying hydrated. But one of the biggest things that people don't talk about whenever you're out on the road or traveling a lot is really having that, um, awareness of when you're reaching your threshold of too much, you know, traveling and being around people a lot, you can be around people who I don't like to call people toxic. They're just not good for you. Maybe like their Mm -hmm. energy just isn't a match for you and being really aware of how that affects you being aware of, you know, how certain schedules affect you and giving yourself what you need. So I would take like six minutes because that's all I would have (laughs) six Mm -hmm. minutes like six minute breaks and just try to sit in silence. I remember sitting in silence in stairwells of hotels, sitting in silence in the bus by myself, sitting in silence in uh, elevators (laughs) and just riding it up and down. Just try to get that time to, uh, to myself. Sometimes you get 30 seconds, but if you can just stop and like let your brain just kind of reset for a second, that is what our adrenals need. That is what our spirit needs. That is what our brain needs to be able to come back fresh and creative and, and feel energized and vibrant in what you're doing, no matter what that is. Oh, 100%. I love that you just said that because so many people have crazy schedules. They're commuting, you know, the, the life now for anyone listening, like yeah. is so fast paced, whether you're a stay at home mom or you have a career or you're married, you're not married. It doesn't matter. Life is fast nowadays. Yeah. So I love that you've said that about slowing down, connecting with yourself, just mm-hmm. taking a break and not to go out and, you know, smoke a cigarette or go and scroll through Instagram or do whatever, but just really getting quiet and sitting with yourself. And I'm curious, have you always been that way? Or was there like a, a moment that happened? Like, tell us about that. Cause that's, that takes some higher level self-awareness. 
Yeah, no, I definitely haven't always been that way. Uh, it took a couple years, I would say, of not really fully understanding why when I had a really busy day or when I was around certain people or when I was in certain situations that I would crash. Like I would just be almost catatonic. Like I just couldn't think of anything at, at all the rest of the day. Like if I had X, Y, and Z to do during the day, I was, I knew I was going to be toast mm -hmm. by like 5 PM. And so I just kind of started to think like, what is it about that? What is it about that? That's affecting me. And how can I be proactive and how can I really take control of that area of my life? One thing that I have always been is, um, really intuitive. It's freaky. Sometimes I freak myself out <laughs> with the intuition, but as women, I think that that's just, we have a, a higher level of that anyway. Mm -hmm. And I, I do find that even with my clients, they tend to kind of push that down and they, they want to think that their intuition is maybe judgment or their intuition. What if it's wrong? Or, you know, you just want to pressure yourself, but if you can tap into your intuition and mine was saying, you just need to just be calm for a little bit, just be calm for a little bit. And I feed heavily off other people's energy. Mm -hmm. You know, some personalities are like that. And so that helped me to just be calm for like 30 seconds to six minutes, you know, and just like reset myself and let my energy stores come back up and give myself what I needed. You know, it's just like, for me, being silent for a few minutes is like when you plug a cell phone charger, yeah. when you plug it in, just like, that's me being plugged in. Oh, absolutely. And I can totally relate with that level of intuitive power or just yeah. ability. Um, so as an intuitive person, do you find that you need to protect your energy more? I mean, from others. So how oh, yeah. do you, how do you go about doing that? I'm honestly curious for myself. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's, it's definitely a learning process, but I made a list. Um, it started off as a list in my head and then it migrated to my journal of things that make me feel depleted, things that I have to do but things that make me feel depleted. Um, and so when I had that list, I could look at it. And I started by just scheduling my day differently, knowing that let, let's say I had a podcast and let's say I love that podcast, but at the end of two podcasts in a day, I was like toast, like mm -hmm. done. Then I would know that that's all I could do was two. And I would probably only do it a few days a week protecting my energy. Um, I also know that when I'm in certain crowds, you know, for certain lengths of time that, uh, that depletes me. So for example, I used to go to lots of networking events and I still do after these networking events, they would have these big parties and get togethers afterwards and everybody would want to go. I, I, I couldn't, I can't mm. like, or I will, I can't be there for you. And for me the next day, I just need that time. And so it became just a real analyzation of how I'm spending my day, knowing and identifying what drains me and then working my schedule around that so I could create more buffer around those things. I love that. I love that. And I think that that's really helpful for people listening because so often we just kind of power through and we're just yes. doing what we have to do. And then resentment comes up and we're tired and we don't know why. And, you know, all of a sudden life is just so overwhelming. So to take yeah. those little well, first to assess what's really going on and then to make moves around that, I think is brilliant. I mean, really. Yeah. And, and, you know, you don't have to stop doing something that kind of drains your energy, but rework it, just rework mm -hmm. it. Cause there's lots of things that I do that drain me because of my personality and because I am so drawn to other people's energy and so receptive of that. So I don't have to stop doing those things. 
I just have to make them work for me. And everyone is different. Everyone is different. My husband could oh, be yeah. around people 24 seven and love so it. So could mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you'll find me in the closet. Bye. <laughs> I love that. I love your honesty too. I feel like just by saying that and expressing that so many people listening right now are like nodding their head. Yes. Like oh, me too. You know, I'm not a freak. Like I, I, yeah. I love people. I connect with people, but sometimes I just need a break and that's okay. It is, you know, sometimes I need to not be with you so I can love you better when I'm with you. That is a hundred percent me. Yeah, absolutely. So what's been the biggest lesson, um, from your journey to health and helping others? I think my biggest lesson would just be honestly like leaning into what I know is true. Um, I have had to make a lot of hard calls a lot of hard calls, calls that felt like grieving a death along the way, like along this whole process from deciding to not tour and not, and to come off the road for a time to not tour. That was a hundred percent my intuition. That was a hundred percent a brutal call that I had to make, but it was my intuition and it was the right call. And I knew that, but it was hard. Mm. And whenever I got diagnosed with a thyroid issue, that was brutal but I sat there in the doctor's office and I remember, I remember everything. Like it was a movie. Like it was almost out of body. I just remember thinking, no, like, I'm mm. not, I'm not, I'm not going to have this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to have this. There was, there had to have been something I did along the way that got me here. And so I was just going, I was determined to not accept it, but to change it. And so I did. And that was really hard and also really awesome. And so I think that we all know what is true for us, but we tend to quiet it. You know, we tend to silence that voice. The only reason we silence it is because we're uncomfortable with the repercussions of what that call is going to, mm-hmm. you know, that call is going to have. And that's, I mean, that, that is life. So my biggest lesson has just been leaning into that, whether it's hard or whether it's awesome, you know, at the time, it's probably going to end up being a little bit of both, <laughs> you yeah. know, in the end. And so just like leaning into that in every situation. Absolutely. And we, I love that you said that we talk a lot about that on the show is mm-hmm. sitting with darkness and sitting with being uncomfortable, yes. um, not wallowing in it by any means, right. but recognizing it and, and, you know, saying, yes, life is wonderful. And there's a lot of light in life, but there's also a lot of darkness mm-hmm. and, and to recognize that and to be okay with that and then yeah. use that to get better. And then exactly. like what you're doing, helping others, which I think is just really admirable. I mean, so many people would deal with that and, you know, power through and struggle through and then just have it be a chapter that was in their book. But you were really spotlighting that. And I Mm -hmm. think bringing up so many other people. Thank you. I hope so. You know, like whenever I was going through it, I felt all alone Mm -hmm. and just completely an island, you know, and, and with thyroid issue, you know, as a lot of you guys know, and I'm sure, you know, it's, it's, it's not something you see, it's just something you feel. So, so a lot of times I wondered, do I seem as crazy as I feel? <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind, you know? Um, and so I just want to bring awareness to that so that people know that, you know, there is hope on the other side of it and it doesn't have to define you. Um, and it does feel dark. It does. Mm-hmm. Like it feels dark and depressing and sad and alone, but it doesn't have to stay that way and it doesn't get to own you. I love that. I love that. So what's one takeaway you want our listeners to walk away from this talk and and really your core message? 
my core message is that living life on your terms is on you. There's no one else that can make you happy. There's no one else that can make you healthy. There's no one else that can make you love yourself. There's no one else that can make you take care of yourself. There's no one else that can achieve your dreams. No one else. It is on you. And we always like to, I say we, because I'm human, you're human, we do it. We like to find reasons why we can't because it makes us feel safe. We like to find things that hold us back because then we won't have to face the fear of doing it. But ultimately, your everything is up to you. If you want to change your life, you can do it starting right now. If you want to change your health, you can do it starting right now. If you want to change your marriage, if you want to change your body, if you want to change whatever, you can do that. But you have to first own every single part of it and know that no person and no thing is going to complete you or make anything happen for you. It's all on you. And that should make you feel powerful as well as scared, <laughs> right? you know, like a little freaked out and also like real, realizing like your ultimate power, that everything is within your grasp. I love that. Oh, I just got chills, which means you just said a truth. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It is it true. Is. And when women, especially, I, I just, whenever women, especially step into that and they mm. get it, it's like, Game like, watch out. Right. Yes. Game Absolutely. Over. Absolutely. And I think too, like to have the support, to have other women exhibiting that and putting that out into the world is that much more powerful. Cause it's like, Oh, well, you know, Erin did it. Okay. She's doing, she's living this kind of essence and she's putting that kind of energy out into the world. Mm-hmm. I absolutely can do it too. hundred percent. There's nothing special about me. I always say oh. that there's, no, there's <laughs> nothing special about me. There's something special about all of us. So if, if I can do something, there's not one single solitary reason why someone else couldn't do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I do have some rapid fire questions. Okay, great. True health is? Feeling vibrant and energized. Mm-hmm. I feel good when? I am calm. Mm, <laughs> I feel yeah. I am grateful for breath in my body and a heart that's beating and a mind that can think and eyes that can see. I'm always grateful for the littlest things. It's the littlest things that have made me the happiest. Hmm, that's huge though. Um, love is. Love is love. Love is a feeling. Love is just a feeling of just complete acceptance and peace. Mm. And what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? That it's hard. (laughs) 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 Um, When I was, I think I was probably 15, the first time my mom ever said, life's hard, get a helmet. And I was like, (laughs) I kind of wish I had known that like a few years prior, you know, I wish that I, um, I, I grew up thinking, you know, life was going to be, I did not have an easy childhood at all. Lots of trauma, lots of things, but I, I didn't understand that life was going to be full of challenges. I, for a long time, I kept looking for, and then it's going to get easy. Right. And then it's going to get easy. And I don't think that that happens. You know, I just think that life is hard and the challenge is walking through it, loving yourself and having the grace to love other people too. You know what I mean? I just think that that's it. I think that that's so powerful what you just said. Thanks. 
No, really. I mean, that's, that's really the essence of life is, is making the best out of everything and doing what you can do. And then having the grace to love yourself and others like that's it. That's it. I mean, it really, I know we try to make it so complicated, but really, and truly, like if you can love yourself and then get through it and love other people too, you're crushing it. Mm-hmm. crushing it no matter what it looks like on the outside for most people you're winning you are winning at life if you have those yeah. and you feel it you feel it in your body oh you for know? sure that's such for a barometer sure. mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, this is amazing I love this chat um so how can our listeners find you online and find out more about you and the work that you're doing well you can go to my website which is fitrockerchick.com or you can send me a dm on instagram i love dms on instagram after my morning walk when i'm getting ready <laughs> i like to like check in with people and see what's happening mm-hmm. <laughs> on, on instagram dms it's so fun to go through there and like meet people so i'd say instagram dms are my website awesome and what's next for you i didn't even ask that what is next for me i am working on a uh, non-toxic skincare line and Ooh. i am finally um, developing a clothing line that I've been working on. I, when I was out on the road touring, I, you know, was working on a clothing line and kind of sketching, you know, as we would go from, you know, gig to gig. And then when I got sick, you know, some things in life, you just have to kind of put on the back burner, but you don't got to put them away. You know what I mean? Like they can always Mm -hmm. come back. And so I'm working on bringing that back around and bringing these designs to life. And my dream, my dream vision is to have a huge uh, venue, a huge concert venue. And I will do, I'll have all my clients who crushed their adrenal fatigue, their thyroid issues, they're, they're just rocking their life. I'll have them wear these designs on the runway and like have their moment. And then we'll have a rock concert and it'll be amazing. And we'll see. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm like, is 2019 too, too quick of a goal for that? We'll see. I don't know. It sounds so fun. Hey, it, once you visualize it, it's pretty much done. Well, I keep visualizing it. I'm hoping to like manifest it. <laughs> there you go. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Erin. Thank you for sharing Thank your light. You. Thank you for the work that you do. And uh, this was just such a pleasure. It was. You're so easy to talk to. I love this. I, I really do. I love your podcast. And one of the things that I love about it is that you're just so easy to talk to. So mm. this was really fun. Awesome. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Aaron. If you got anything out of this interview, it's that you are the advocate for your health and happiness. It's not going to come from anybody else. It's not going to come from anything else. It's going to come from within you. And that's actually a good thing. That's empowering um, because there are things you can do every single day to move towards a healthier and happier lifestyle. Um, Also, if you listen to this show a ton, you love it, please, if you haven't already, leave a review on iTunes. It's a huge goal of mine to get my reviews up. It does so much for the show. I can't even tell you. So please take 30 seconds. You don't even have to write anything. Just hit the five stars and we'll get those reviews up. And then, of course, I will mention it out on my social um, because it's really huge. I'm serious. It's a huge goal of mine to get those reviews up. So I would really, really appreciate your help with that. So see you next time. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.